Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wait a second. Was that that was just sixteen seconds <laughs> of someone playing the tuba? Uh, that is correct, sir. That does not give us much of the story. I, I am ready to tell you the story. I would I would assume I assume there was something in there though, other than just this is what a tuba sounds like. Well, that's on you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so you had um, Texas Southern playing Jackson State. And the tuba player was playing with the the marching band, I guess? As you just heard. Well, right, and expertly. And some drunk, idiot Jackson State fan gets in his face and starts swearing at him and spit on him. Gross. And the tuba player, I'd originally been uh, told, I thought, that the guy beat him down with his sousaphone, probably, which is your marching tuba. Uh, But no, he punched him in the face a couple of times. With the with the, the sousaphone around his shoulders, right, and then went back to playing without missing a beat. There you go. So that's some that's some good tuba slash pugilism. Speaking of getting in somebody's face, if you didn't listen to yesterday's One More Thing podcast, you should check that out. We we did this on the One More Thing podcast because you really needed the swearing in this to fully appreciate it. It was. Um, uh, a, po- a poll worker in Virginia 
Well, not a poll worker. It was somebody who worked for the Republican Party, and they were uh, they were standing outside the polls, the legal limit you're supposed to stand outside. Mm-hmm. Democrats and Republicans do that, and you hand out a sample ballot as a Republican or a Democrat, hoping they'll vote your direction. Anyway, this unhinged Democrat started swearing at this Republican worker, and we used that for the One More Thing podcast yesterday, and it's it's amazing just how unhinged this guy was seething with hate just loses his mind and blaming this guy who's just representing the republicans there in that area of virginia for all kinds of atrocities throughout history oh yeah he accused him of everything you can think of from racism to to rape to brutality and just horrors it was it was it would have been funny if it weren't how unhinged and angry and on the edge of violence this guy yeah. was. And and it was like one of the you know key things we talked about was it's like the guy's unaware that uh, half of America, half of your state votes that way, dude. Right. And I just thought because he was a normal looking guy. Um, this 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 is where we are. We 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 surround ourselves with people who agree with us all the time. Only take in information that agrees with us, and then that enemy that is the other. The person, you know, the Democrat or the Republican that you hear about on your cable news channel, you never run into them. And when you do, it's just, oh, my God, that's the person that's causing all this horrible. Remember that polling that showed, I forget what it was, but it was very high. I think it was two thirds on both sides. Think two thirds of both sides think the other side is out to destroy America. Right. Well, if you actually believe that the other party is trying to destroy the country, well, you got a pretty good reason to be pretty upset. Yeah, I'd say there's a stronger case on one side or the than the other. I mean, I'd say the side that says I want to fund- fundamentally change this country is closer to wanting to destroy it. But with the, you know, now weirdness that most people don't want their son or daughter to marry somebody of the other party and wouldn't even consider dating somebody of the other party. Right. That's just, that's all new, or at least new in the modern era. I suppose it was probably true in 1860. If you're a uh, Southern Belle in a plantation, you might not marry some uh, Chicagoan who believes your lifestyle is abhorrent. abhorrent. (laughs) Some damn Yankee. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, So a couple things on the election. So that's the One More Thing podcast, just to, to pimp that. You should go check that out wherever you find your podcast. A couple of things on the election. It was one year ago today that Ron DeSantis won a decisive re-election in Florida. Giant numbers, just trounced in Florida, all demographics, all races, just, you know, just it was absolutely amazing. And everybody immediately saying he was the 2024 GOP challenger. Trump's going to have a really hard time against Ron DeSantis. For whatever reason, Ron DeSantis didn't jump in right after that, like a lot of people thought he should. He hung out there for a very, very long time, let Trump get ahead of steam, then finally did announce late in a weird way on Twitter with Elon Musk, which was a technical cluster. Oh, man, I'd forgotten about that. And was weird and and just a couple of different things. Anyway, I don't know if it would have made any difference, but as of today, DeSantis is 45 points back nationally. Neck and neck. (laughs) And will be on the debate stage tonight with Nikki Haley trying to make his argument. Um, for why he should be the nominee. And you can watch that debate and tell me what you thought of it. <laughs> um, came across this, which I thought was really interesting. Um, 
because we've got two candidates that are so danged old, uh, just in actuarial tables standards, um, going by the Social Security actuary tables, there's roughly an 11% chance that Biden or Trump dies before Election Day. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, the real risk is lower than that. Because once you get to this age, your lifespan is longer. But then you have to add back in, says this person evaluating it for the Washington Post. Uh, you have to back add back in the risk of a debilitating health event that isn't deadly. Right. I mean, because you don't have to die. Sure. You could have, yeah. you know, something where you're... I was talking to a friend yesterday whose mom, you know, I think she's in her 80s, went from, you know, mobile and, you know, with it to not mobile and with it really dang fast. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which happens uh. when you get to be that age, and um, yeah, so there's there's got to be what ten to twenty percent chance that happens to one of them. Would it be? Is that too high? No, God, with Biden, no. it's got to be that high. If it's eleven percent for death, then like seriously debilitating in, injury or illness has got to be higher than that, right? But if you're already shuffling, can't lift your feet. You know, moving your whole body to turn and look behind you, talking like this. Yeah, come on. I know it. I saw a video the other day. You know, granted, it was it was not chosen at random, but they were trying to make the point that hey, Trump's lost a step too since twenty sixteen. I mean, like visibly, audibly, he's just not as as firecracker smart i can't comment on that quick i haven't watched or listened to him in a long time yeah yeah he's 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 lost a step definitely he's got to be slower from 2016 or 2015 when he announced i mean that's a long time yeah i'm particularly at his age (laughs) i'm slower from 2015 (laughs) lord knows talking about me not you um yeah well it's it's gonna be a spicy 2024 oh my god there will be major like Earth-shattering, unforeseen events. So here's a good question for you. Well, I'm thinking of caveats that ruin my question. I'll just go with my bold question. Oh, as I love this. As originally planned in my head. Woo! Brace yourselves, folks. You're one of the candidates tonight. It doesn't even really make any difference if you're Nikki Haley or Chris Christie. Whoever you are up there, you're so far behind, you're out of it. What do you do with the debate tonight? What should you do? Shouldn't you swing for the fences? And and what? Would oh, as a candidate, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And what would swinging for the fences look like? But I mean, what's no. the point of going up there and coming out of it at the end of the night? Well, I don't think either candidate really hurt themselves or helped themselves that much. No. But, but that, you, there's no point, <laughs> right? You've dedicated your life to this. You've got gazillions of dollars at stake. Why not just swing for the fences from your heels? Here's. The answer. Gladys, I was a boy of 14 years old. I was running cross country for my school. Be true to your school, just like you would to your girl or guy. What were you, the Cougars, the Tigers, the Lions? Uh, Panthers. The Panthers, there you go. Yeah, you almost got it. (laughs) So there I was running cross country. We were the Beavers. You wouldn't guess that if you didn't know. Panther versus Beaver. Is there another high school in the country that's the Beavers? Oh, yeah, I think so. Is there? Yeah. I don't know. Our logo is stupid looking. Really? Oh, yeah. 
Was it like a buck-toothed-looking uh, yeah, cartoon cart- beaver? Yeah, of course. Huh. Yeah, of course it was. So anyway, there I was running cross-country, and I was pretty good at it at the time. Uh, you look at me now, you think, what? Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very good, and frequently, semi-frequently, I would beat everybody. But my good childhood pal Dave Doig... Because he was the best in the conference by far. Mm. So all I could hope for was second. Unless Dave s- stepped in a pothole and broke his leg. Then I might have won. But otherwise, there was no chance I was going to w- win. Did you ever consider dropping some oppo research on him? I guess that only works in elections, <laughs> not in foot races. By stride number three, he was too far ahead of me to catch. So I couldn't even <laughs> think about tripping him. Um so anyway, uh, as I said a couple of days ago, this is the contingency debate. This is the debate if Trump steps, steps in a hole and breaks his leg. That's all it is. So you don't swing for the fences. No, no. You just try no. to be the best person on the stage. Yeah, because yeah, cause swinging for the fences as a strategy would imply that there's a fence that you could clear that would get you past Trump. There's not. Okay, well, don't use Unless that. you are able to fly about the auditorium and cure people's cancer, then you might gain a few points on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fence doesn't exist. Yeah, maybe that was a better... Maybe Hail, Ma- Her- Hail Mary football is better than swing for the fences baseball. Except that you're down by 50 points. There are no 50-point touchdowns. <laughs> that is the perfect response to that yes. <laughs> metaphor. That is really good. Yeah, you're right. A Hail Mary doesn't work if you're 50 points behind. Because right. even if the guy catches it, well, okay, so you lost by 44 points. <laughs> right. Nice pass. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're down by way too many points. Um, yeah. So they just have to hope that there's some recruiting scandal to torture the metaphor. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And... Um, but I don't know if any of them, because it, it, it used to be, well, you don't want to, now you're hoping to be Secretary of Education or something like that, but I don't think any of them are going to be allowed in Trump's case. Certainly not Chris Christie. Probably not Ron DeSantis, and I definitely don't think Nikki Haley at this point. So Until the Trump era, I would have said, well, if, for instance, Nikki Haley accepts the Veep ship, she's super well poised, because Trump's got only one term left, or DeSantis for that matter. Um, I would have said that until Trump, but as Mike Pence showed us, if you are just Trump's loyal, smiling lapdog, it just doesn't work. Hey, or maybe you- it's just Pence, because he's kind of, he's an earnest guy, and I think he's a good man, but he's a little lame as a candidate. Hey, do you have that audio handy that you played us off the air yesterday after the show of what the Trump debates were like? Because I had forgotten how juicy those were back from 2016. Oh, that was good stuff when him and Jeb were going at it and everybody. Uh, yes, yeah, that was just, on the air. That was the last was segment of the, the show. Air? Yeah, I don't think that part aired on the air. Oh, which part? The the, the part that got into the modern the Trump. Oh, thing. Trump. Yeah, you you played all You're the right. stuff of what the debates used to be like. Right. But I thought the what the debates are like now was I'd forgotten. Well, I played the everybody jabbering at once at the last unwatchable torturous debate, but not the Trump stuff. That's pretty good. We ought to play that on the air because it's entertaining. Anyway, a bunch of stuff on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty.
It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tons of people are walking around with their I Voted stickers. And, and this year, there's actually a bunch of new voting stickers to choose from. Uh, for instance, there's I Voted so I could show up at work at 11. That's good. Then there's uh, I Voted, but only because I thought today was presidential election. <laughs> Next there's I Voted so everyone on Instagram would stop yelling at me. Yeah. Next there's I Voted in 2020, and I'm just re-wearing the sticker to avoid shame. Next there's, I filled in C for every answer like it was a Scantron test. <laughs> Next there's, I just wrote in, let us share Netflix passwords again. That's a big, big issue. Comedy. That is comedy. Breaking electoral news, breaking electoral news. This is not necessarily donkey worthy, Michael, but uh, according to the Los Angeles Times, Biden's support down sharply among California voters for the first time in his presidency. Poll shows. He's lost California now. So what's the number? Actually? He's upside down in California. 52 disapproved, 44 approved. Wow. That's uh, minus eight. A lot of that's Israel. Don't you think? Well, that's the crazy part to me. He finally does something right as far as I'm concerned. Right. And Democrats hate him for it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, I've got so much interesting stuff on that topic that I would like to okay, get to. Okay, are, aren't we getting really close to the, well, you said it the other day, for the Democratic Party to run him for president is malpractice like if the doctor comes in and shoots the patient. Yeah, you can't really call it malpractice, it's murder. <laughs> if if he can't win California, because obviously winning is, well, he, yeah, the, he'll win the Democrat California. would still win, but yeah. but. You know, you're there. People dislike you more than they like you in tribal, tribal America, right? 
Trump, for all of his flaws, has enormous approval ratings among Republicans. I thought your breaking news was going to be that People Magazine have named the sexiest man alive. It is Patrick Dempsey, age 57. I didn't know his name. He's the guy from Grey's Anatomy back when that show used to be on TV all the time. Remember oh, that yeah. Guy? Yeah, vaguely. Remember when who people named Sexiest Man Alive was a big deal back when magazines were a thing? Uh, yes, I do. Those were good times. <laughs> we, we got an email. Oh, there it is. Those were good times. I was killing time to find this email from Jess in Wiley, Texas. Good morning, guys. Good to see People Magazine still going with a real dude for Sexiest Man of the Year and not some chick sporting a double mastectomy uh, and an arm skin ween. You know, you know, we should tip our cap to People Magazine for not doing the obvious get a bunch of attention modern choice of picking some freaking Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> right. Got a story here about a high school. I think it's in Texas where they just took away uh, the part in a play from some trans... I gotta get these terms wrong on the way. Anyway, she's a girl. She tried to get the boy part in the musical Oklahoma, and then they passed a rule that said, you gotta be the same gender. I don't know if I agree with that. Do you have to be the same gender to play a part in a play? What difference does that make? I don't know, and we're out of time. Huh. Armstrong and Getty. It's almost here. The Nick's anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The pandas are waking up. They're getting into the crates. They're going to soon board a flight to Chengdu, China. That's Panda Hub, if you will, where all the breeding and research is focused, not to mention it's their natural habitat. 
For animal lovers, as you point out, yeah, this is really sad, but this might even be more tragic for U.S.-China relations. At its height, you mentioned those 15 pandas here in the U.S. You had San Diego, you had Memphis, you have four in Atlanta, and you have the National Zoo's three, which are, of course, leaving in a few hours. But in the last decade, the numbers across the country have dropped, and that's coincided with worsening U.S. relations. Yeah, I, I really think that, well, I know that China was playing us since, like, 1970. Um, and I really think the panda thing was kind of the whole, look, we're just kind of stupid backward. We're going to give you a gift. Hey, here's the pandas. Ah, 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 ah. We got the cutest bears on earth, and you can have them. Yeah. How do you, you got to overnight them. Do you fly them on Panda Express? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I really think the fact that pandas are so endearing looking was a significant factor in forming Americans' attitudes about China for the last 50 years. Absolutely. Boy, we're a dopey people. We are. We're so open-hearted. Yeah. We're easily duped. Yeah. If you come at us with a, hey, we want to be good people too, we're like, welcome, big hugs. Great, super. I know you used to be evil and kill your distance and all, but if you want to be good now, all right, let's be friends. If you're and not, then they stab us in the belly. Yeah, if They're you're not, just China. If you're not aware of this, from the beginning, we didn't open China. China opened us. And they knew exactly what they were doing from the beginning. And, uh, yeah. Let's learn more about the panda repo. So I know it sounds strange, even if it's far more pressing issues between the U.S. and China. But as you point out with panda diplomacy, which really started in 1972 with President Nixon's historic visit to China, giant pandas, they've become ambassadors for China. Initially, they were gifted to countries. Now they're loaned. They're not cheap. They cost you anywhere from half a million to a million dollars a year for a pair. And it's interesting. Producer Yongsheng and I have, have tracked where pandas are leaving and where they're going. And this is really telling because we get a better sense of this new world order. Those are China's words that they're hoping to craft. Why wow, you gave me a panda, I couldn't afford to keep it. Wow, wow. Uh, uh, let's learn more. Where, where are they sending them? I'm intrigued. China acknowledges that these cuddly creatures are used for major political and diplomatic needs. Now, they're going to places where China hopes to gain. We're talking EU countries like Denmark, Finland, Germany, in the Middle East, Qatar, China's northern neighbor, Russia, all those countries getting pandas in recent years. Worth noting, Phil, these are regions where China is looking to bolster its relations and increase its influence. There is strategy to this. Yeah, we already uh, convinced the United States to uh, give us all these economic favors so we could become uh, practically the biggest economy on Earth. We're done with you. Let's take our pandas back and give it to some other countries we can dupe into believing we're friends. Wow. And, and we're giving back the pandas willingly all 15 of them because they say you got to give us our pandas back meanwhile they're building and militarizing islands in the south china sea that they swore they wouldn't but we can't keep the pandas because that well we agreed to give them back did we i mean we actually yeah they're on loan Mm -hmm. it's there in the paperwork you should have read the fine print you leased this panda you didn't buy it i thought it was a rent to own like at some point it was my panda now, now, the Chinese very clever. But so, uh, and look, give back the damn panda bears, I guess. You got to be better than the evildoers. But you see what I'm saying? It would be rude to keep their pandas. Yep, 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 yep. Meanwhile, they're militarizing these islands. 
after specifically swearing they wouldn't. So I feel like we're bringing uh, our fists to a gunfight. I don't know. Right. It's like if Hamas gets mad at us for not, you know, rewinding our videotapes. We go, okay, we better. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Here's the fine. If you fly on Panda Express, do the meals give you a loose stool? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's been my experience. Should have kept the damn pandas. Yeah. Keep them. Just ignore them. Um yeah, just ignore them like they're a bill connector you're hoping will go away. Yeah. Like, yeah just, Don't take their calls. Yeah, when they send a letter, you just ignore it. They show up at the zoo, arrest them, throw them in cuffs, put them in cuffs. Get away from our pandas. They're our pandas. <laughs> not now they're not. I'm looking around. This appears to be the United States. The pandas are here, so. I don't Let's understand. ask the pandas if they want to leave. What's they that? didn't say anything. What's that? You like it here? <laughs> They got no comments, so we can only assume they like it here. Why does it take a, cost a half a million to a million dollars to feed and habitat a panda? Uh, bamboo costs primarily. Huh? I just go to I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just go to Pottery Barn, buy some furniture, break it up into pieces, put it in their pen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, uh, panda maintenance is a bit of a uh, a weak point in my arsenal of knowledge. <laughs> panda maintenance? Oh, you got to change your oil every three thousand miles. <laughs> They use that uh, synthetic stuff. It's expensive. You got to touch up the paint. <laughs> right. Pandas are actually brown in the wild. They're painted to look all cute and enduring with the black eye patches and stuff. I do agree that I think there is more significance to it. And just, just the, oh, so we have to play by your rules. We'll follow to the letter. Our rules you'll completely ignore. Yeah. Including very important agreements. Yeah, well, like, you know, all kinds of things. The building the islands, the uh, the flying too close to our planes or whatever. Sure, yeah. Or how about about this, as Donald Trump would point out? How about stealing gazillions of dollars of our technology? Right. How about Christopher Wray, the FBI, saying we opened, what, a hundred new investigations of Chinese spying on us every single day? Yeah, we have thousands of Chinese intelligence agents stealing and spying every single day in this country, but we won't keep the pandas. How about you stop trying to hack into every company in the United States and steal Data, information, money, that sort of stuff. Then we'll give you your pandas back. Fair enough. I like it. Take out those islands. We'll give you the pandas. But no. I thought you were going to say take out those eyes. <laughs> no, <laughs> what are the islands. Okay. Barbaric. Yeah. Yes. What, what am I, some sort of eye plucker over here? I don't Certainly know. not. I didn't know where you are going. There. All right. So uh, I don't know what I have the uh, emotional energy to do here. Next. Um, so in in real life, how much of the debate are you going to watch tonight? Because I need to know what I should be shamed into watching. For reals? Yeah. Um. Well, you watch the first hour, I'll watch the second hour or something like that. Wow, you're going to watch the second hour? You're going to be the only one. I'll tell you what. Last debate, because I remember I went back and watched it, the second hour was by far the best hour. The most, uh, and it's unfortunate for the candidates, particularly Nikki Haley, I think, um, by far the most informative hour hmm. was this, was like the last half hour. Well, tree, forest. But I do Please. know uh, from listening to people who have worked on campaigns, you tell your candidates, get whatever 
supposedly clever line that everybody groans at. Get that in in the first half hour because everybody will have tuned out after that. Yeah, but look for some pre-planned jokes or shots or something like that. Wow, this is interesting. I did not know this. Al Anonymous just emailed us. Actually, the Chinese panda repo situation came up when Rand Paul was questioning Fauci recently. I quote Anthony Fauci, quote, The Chinese need the pandas for gain-of-function research and the shortage of panda meat at the Wuhan wet market. Rand Paul then asked Fauci why. Fauci replied, I represent science and wet markets. <laughs> the comedy stylings. Of Al Anonymous <laughs> via the email. Okay, we'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. It's almost here. The Knicks anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Knicks's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I am actually interested in what their positions will be tonight on the whole abortion thing after yesterday's election, what their positions will be on the war in Israel, Hamas. So I'll watch the debate for that. Yeah. Yep. The uh, Ukraine question as well. Mm. So an author has come out as a transgender man after his husband, I already need a chart. Transitioned from male to female, and the couple. No, no, see, I'm I'm lost. I, I I don't know if I can enjoy this story. If I, <laughs> um, I think you just have to okay. go with it. Okay. I do have a problem with that sentence because if you're like uh, trying to respect people's pronouns and such, and not misgender them. Okay. Well, at the point that they're saying. At the present time, so there are two two. It's bio- a wife, not a husband. Is it two biological males? I don't know. Oh, okay. 
An author who has come out as a transgender man after his husband transitioned from male to female. Okay. So they swapped. I think you're right. Keeping in mind, at no point during this story should you think these are people with serious mental illness problems. Keep that in mind. I got to start again. An author has come out as a transgender man after his husband transitioned from male to female, and the couple now live in a four-way relationship with their trans lovers. Rowan Knox, formerly known as Amanda Knox, announced on his social media in August that he was reintroducing himself as a trans man. The Toronto-based writer and activist, who started taking testosterone earlier this week, follows in the footsteps of his husband-turned-wife and son-turned-daughter. Wow. Knox's wife, Zoe, was previously known as Mark, but came out as transgender in July of 2015 after 19 years of marriage. The daughter's, uh, I'm sorry, the pair's daughter, Alexis, reveals that she was transgender in early 2014. That must have been quite the conversation when one of them went, so they're a married man and woman, and one of them goes to the other and says, I think I'm the other, and the other one says, no worries. (laughs) I'm the other too. No problem, I'm a dude. Uh, Rowan says he too was born in the wrong body, but that it took a long time to come to terms with his true gender. Rowan and Zoe live with their transgender partners, Danny and Dame, in the same Toronto house. Danny and Dame are themselves a couple. Rowan describes the unusual relationship as a polycule. Um, Okay, I'll have to memorize that one. He posted online, I'm a trans man and medically transitioning will be exclusively using he, him pronouns going further. He continued, I am... Thank you for the update. I've known this for a long time. I had to work up the courage to say it out loud. It took months of introspection, therapy, long chats with loved ones, plenty of tears, and pushing through a lot of fear and denial to get here. So Knox wrote about first meeting Danny last year after reaching out to her to talk about an experience she had. According to Knox, the two bonded immediately in a way I rarely do these days before deciding they had fallen in love, even though he was with the other former dude who's now a girl. I don't know. I'm losing track. Knox says the two then encouraged their spouses to get to know each other. Dame and Zoe, both of them former dudes, then started falling for one another. Knox and her wife then decided to locate from relocate from their town of Ottawa to Toronto in January to start a new life as a four-way couple. Well, now that's the part I just don't agree with that lifestyle. Toronto is much more pleasant than Ottawa. Wow. Oh, we picked up stakes and moved to Toronto to start a new life with new loved ones. The fact that our children are now grown and our jobs were remote made the transi- transition easier. Uh, so they're, okay. So everybody is different than their original sex at birth. Including the daughter. And they're in a four-way. Uh, yeah, poly, polycule. Okay. <sighs> Alexis came out to her parents when she was just 11 years old. But you see who's weird is someone like Mike Pence. Right. That's the sort of person that's weird. Sick. And scary. Yeah. Alexis and Rowan, who was then known as Amanda, had participated in a video series organized by Microsoft titled My 24 Hours. Speaking about the decision to come out on the series, Alexis said, I've always been in a very accepting home. We've never forced gender roles. Oh, apparently not. Great, Scott. Hmm. Well, I don't, you know, I hope they're happy. Uh, sincerely. 
It's a complicated lifestyle. Don't be coming into schools and trying to influence kids. Okay? Yeah, please. Exactly. You're grown-ups. Do whatever you want. But, uh, yeah, don't try to convince a whole bunch of kids at school that they're uh, also in that situation. <laughs> Paul writes on the topic of the pandas. Maybe they have some sort of virus so we can't send them back. John writes, China wants its pandas back. No problem. Send them some Panda Express takeout made from stirred fried Chinese panda. Serve with some wasabi. Yeah, I already made the Panda Express joker. It would have been better. Um, uh, well, he incorporated the panda meat in Sure. It, so. I just read in, uh, how much time have I got, Michael? Do I have time for this? Uh, he's got a minute 30. Okay. I just read in Mark Halpern's political newsletter, and he is very plugged in, that Nikki Haley has quite a bit of oppo research. She's going to dump in the debate tonight on Ron DeSantis. I don't, oh. I don't know if it's... Generally, when I hear Apple Research, I'm thinking, you know, scandalous stuff. But it might just be policy stuff, like you once supported this or said this, that sort of thing. You brought us the idea yesterday, and I, I'm surprised I didn't know this, because I read about debates way too much, that we changed the rules back and whenever that they get to address each other. Prior to that, they couldn't address each other, and that has been a... Serious degradation of our debates. Yeah, in fact, Jim McNeil, I think it was, of the old mcneil Lehrer report, was like insisting they address each other. And they were both like, why? This is weird. But then it became a thing. Yeah, now you turn to the guy. And and what I don't like about it is it's got so much of it is about your... Like, Chris Christie could bulldog practically anybody. It's just his personality. The combination of his size, personality, and aggressiveness... But that shouldn't win the debate. That shouldn't, you know, have an effect on the policy that you're just more forceful than I am. Yeah, whoever's more glib and clever, that's a terrible way to pick a president. Who's a better wise ass? Yeah. Or, I don't know, I'll bet a lot of our founding fathers were kind of, you know, reserved, a little bit shy. You could probably bully Madison really easily. But that doesn't mean he wasn't right. These are stupid times. And these are stupid times. <laughs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. So short. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? All right, since this debate doesn't mean anything, Chris Christie tonight, he needs to have a full bucket of chicken on the podium. He just goes, <laughs> yes, I'm fat. And then he actually <laughs> talks with food in his mouth. Yeah, and another thing, chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs> or throws drumsticks to the crowd to buy their uh, affections. Uh, Katie Greener, esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Yeah, not throw them. You could have one of those potato cannons that they have at the uh, basketball game where they shoot the, huh. the t-shirts to the stands. Yes. Right. He needs to turn this into a whole show. Chicken leg cannon. Nice. Uh, Jack, final thought for us? You know what I'm excited about, Michael? I get to watch the debate on my new 77-inch television. <laughs> uh, that's why you buy TVs for I, political debates. I am disturbed in my own self on how much enjoyment I get every time I sit down and turn on the TV. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is shallow. I'm going to cede my final thought to Steve in Eugene, Oregon, who said, guys, you need a new A&G t-shirt. Happy end times, fellas. <laughs> oh, that's a I'd good I'd buy one. that. Oh, boy. I, I would wear that. I'm reminded of the email also from an Oregonian earlier today who said somebody uh, said, asked him, do you have any plans for the fall? And he said, yeah, stockpile ammunition, get some freeze-dried food. Oh, you mean autumn, not the fall of civilization. Oh, 
These are spicy times. Do you have any plans for the fall? Oh, yeah, stockpile weapons. Sure, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Get an attack dog? No, no. He- head to higher ground. Like, are you going to go to football games or <laughs> throw on a, a sweater? Enjoy pumpkin spice? Yeah. Exactly. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have some great hot links for you. Pick up an A&G t-shirt or a hat or the sports bra endorsed by my daughter. We appreciate it. It helps keep everybody on the payroll. Drop us a note. Is there something we ought to be talking about? You see something brilliant? Uh, send us a link. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I can think of a handful of friends that I think if I said to them, what are you doing to get ready for the fall? They would think it was the end of civilization. That's the way they would take it. Yes. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. I'm strong and getty. There is so much nuance and complexity and layers. Well, I don't give two craps. Blah, blah, blah. Are you sh- I expected more. Let's not go through this again. They're locking up my toothpaste. How is this sanitary? That's not right. So let's go out with a bang. Get away from our pandas. There are pandas. How do you, you got to overnight them. Do you fly them on Panda Express? <laughs> wow. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.